Lord. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia, and I have a prayer request. Okay. Just give me one moment. Okay, I'm ready. Um, I want to pray for the Fort, F-O-R-T, family. Okay. In Mississippi, in Mississippi, and that whole region that's under tornado watch. They're expecting two tornadoes today, and it's supposed to be severe. Okay, thank you. And they've already had one house out that way that was struck by lightning and caught on fire. So really bad weather. I got a text about 4 in the morning from my sister, so thank you. Thank you for letting us know. We sure will be praying. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Yes, he does. God is good all the time, and he's got our back. Good morning, Sister Yvonne, and happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Valacita. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. It's Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Susie. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Dahlia. This is Sonia. Good morning, Sonia. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Hey, Cynthia. Cynthia. <laughs> is that Cynthia? Yes. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. And I heard mm-hmm. one other person. Good morning, V-Times, too. This is Bubbly. Happy St. Patty's Day and happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy St. Patty's Day, Bubbly. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? 
Is this up, Frida? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else is on the line? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valencia. Who's on the line? Good morning, Nazi's on the line. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valencia. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily this in this month, where our new monthly theme is entitled Directions. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding receiving direction from the Lord. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, We would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. At declarevictory.org or through your PayPal app at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. 
We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. However, we do have one spoken prayer request. That's from Sister Sylvia. She's asking for prayer for the Fort family as well as Mississippi as they are on a severe tornado watch. So let's just keep them up in prayer. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise by Sonia. Declaration by Dion. Then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Psalms chapter 38, um, excuse me, chapter 32, verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Father God, we come to you with thanksgiving and and thanks in our hearts this morning, Father God, for another day, Lord God, that you have opened up our eyes this morning, Father God. But Father, we come even thankful more coming close to your throne of grace this morning, Father, because of the love that you have given us this day, my Father. But there's no greater love than you have for those that you have laid down your life for a friend, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, as we go even further into this day, Lord God, we yield and surrender our will for yours this morning, this day, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, because of your love, Lord God, your grace and your mercy that you have given us another day, Lord God, with our eyes opening, my Heavenly Father, Lord God with activity of everything in our body, my Heavenly Father, with the blood in our hearts and our minds, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the grace that abides and abounds, my Heavenly, all around us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being who you are, Lord God, and how you abide in us, my Heavenly Father, how you have taken delight in us, my Heavenly Father, how you speak to us, Lord God, this day, when you have stepped in, Lord God, and how you have made our crooked, crooked paths straight, Lord God, from the past and to the present day right now, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, when all madness has broken out around us within our lives, my Heavenly Father, that you have stepped in and has just spoken a word, Lord God, for us, my Heavenly Father. How you have been the one that has told us that you are he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High and that we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, Lord God. You have told us, Lord God, that you abide in us, my Heavenly Father. You said, if you abide in us, Lord God, and we abide in you, Lord God. Lord God, you said you are the vine and you are, and we are the branches, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you for the blood that covers us, my Heavenly Father. We thank you for the blood that is within us, my Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God, that the blood speaks on our behalf right now, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you go into Mississippi right now, Lord God, and you Stop right now the tornadoes, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are going to cover those, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that you are going to keep those, Lord God. You said you would keep us in all our ways, Lord God. Lord God, as long as we acknowledge you, Lord God, that we lean not unto our own understanding, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, I go and I ask that you cover the Fort family, Lord God. I thank you for Sylvia bringing it to our attention, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And Lord God, I thank you as we all come together, Lord God, and pray as one, my Heavenly Father, that that you will guard, guide, and keep us, my Heavenly Father, in all our ways, Lord God. 
And as we go on, this, go forward into this statement, Heavenly Father, and we push back our place, Lord God, as we are standing in our position, Lord God, and as we position our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to be in your presence this day and stuff with you, Lord God, that you would continue to give us direction, Lord God, that you would continue to give instruction, Lord God, and as we continue to open up our, our, our mouths, Lord God, and surrender our wills, continue, my Heavenly Father, that we know that eyes have seen and our ears have heard what you are continually going to do for us, Lord God. So as we take our phones off of mute and open up our mouths, Lord God, and declare your word, Lord God, that so we open up our mouths, Lord God, and pray that, Lord Thank 
I'm sorry, my my call dropped. Who, whoever that is, whoever that that was that said it to me, I need you to change your location in prayer. And and I need you to focus on the last time he made a way when it seemed like there was not one. I need you to quiet every single fear that you have and tell the fear what the truth of God's word says to you. And what I need you to do is is do that same thing from a place of gratitude. You can take your phone off mute. And y'all, excuse me, this is not the normal order of the call, but but I'm not worried about that. Whoever that was, take your phone off mute and begin to thank God as opposed to cry from a place of desperation. I believe that he's going to change your situation simply from your response. Whoever whoever that was, it's it's okay. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. We come against every fear, every place of anxiety, every place of terror, Every place of torment, every place of anxiety, the devil is a liar. He is not a God of torment. He is not. He is faithful and he is just. Everything he does, he does well. And every single word that he promised has to come to pass. It can't return to him empty, but you have to believe it from a different place. Just know this, sis. Listen, he got it. He got it. But you have to let it go. You have to let it go. He got it. I promise. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I He got it. And he has you in the very center of his will. Right, and he he singled you out this morning to tell you, for real, trust him. Trust him. Quit letting the enemy keep you up in the middle of the night. Stop it. Stop it. You hear me? Cut it out. I don't know who you are. It don't even matter. You ain't even got to say your name. I just need you to know that he heard you. He just wanted me to remind you. It's all good. Quit tripping. Stop it. Yes, radical wife. Good wife. Amen. And trust him. Amen. Oh, I love you, Sister Dion. You're awesome. I'm not awesome. I could just hear. (laughs) I promise I'm not awesome. He is, though, and he got you. He uses you in a mighty way. And I Amen. thank you. And I thank you. Amen. I love you on this morning. God be praised. I love the way God uses you. Horrible Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You could go, you could go ahead and mute your phone. Let's let's get started. I'm I'm excited Amen. because I get to share with you all a piece uh of my process this morning. Uh I heard God speak very clearly this morning. Um, I thank God for a host of witnesses, a host 
of companions that believe God outside of uh, standard culture. Thank God for friends and loved ones who really seek after the face of the Father and not his hand. I'm grateful to be uh, encamped around by a cloud of witnesses who really go after it. You hear me? Who go after it, who don't need a prompt or to be prodded uh, to trust God and to obey God. Uh, and, and today is, as always, our Wednesday that we have set aside for a time of fasting and, and really seeking after uh, God's truth for our lives. And so this morning, I want to encourage you to join our fast, uh, our corporate fast. It's a great time to begin to um, really lean in to the plan of God for our lives uh, as the world begins to uh, reopen and things begin to, to return to uh, some type of normalcy. I don't believe that we'll ever experience what we've experienced in times past, but what I will say is uh, this is absolutely new wine. This is new. This is a season of new wine, and I'm grateful to be a part of this history um, as the kingdom unfolds and uh, the power of God is becoming even more prevalent. He is separating the wheat from the tear. He is opening up the eyes of our understanding. And this morning, um, I am I'm hopeful that something that I share will encourage, inspire, and how are you? Amen. Amen. Uh, probably about 25 years ago, maybe a little bit more, it was the very beginning of my uh, journey. I probably had been in, as, as my grandmother would call it, you coming in? I probably had been in about maybe about two or three years. And um, the entrance to really seeking after and chasing after God for me was very different. It was extremely intense. It was very demanding. And for several years, I didn't do much of anything but uh, a study and um, spend time in prayer for hours and hours and hours. Um, I was considered the weirdo. And today I'll take it. I understand much of that. Um, when when there are mandates and mantles on your life, there are certain things that you are called to, uh, not necessarily because you want to or desire it, but it literally begins to come after you. And um, I, I happened upon a random phone call uh, that began a, a serious trajectory of speaking into the lives of others. I, uh, called a phone number, and on the other end, there was a lady. Her name was Gloria Brown. And I remember saying to her, I'm sorry, I have, oh, no, she called me. My apologies. I, I told her she had the wrong number. She said, no, I don't think I have the wrong number. Uh, here we are 25 years later. Uh, she was the first person that took me out of the state to go and to speak. And I had been on a fast for about 40 days. And during the course of this fast, 
uh, for some of you all, you've been on the call when I share bits and pieces of this story. But this morning, the Lord told me to share this scripture specifically as we are consistently talking about the direction of God and receiving effective instructions. And um, I had been on a fast, and as I was on this fast, there was, it was a women's conference. I was a baby. I was 25, 26 years old, and I was with all these older, wiser, more seasoned, more experienced women. And I remember uh, in the back of my mind being a bit intimidated because there was so much power in the room. And here I feel like I'm this little kid on a on a field trip. And wouldn't you know that God would take me and use me like a rag doll simply because I had absolutely no confidence in me. But because I had been on this fast, I was so clear, I was so open, I could hear well, I could see well, and it was so much going on. It was it was at a time where I was learning how to operate in my, my prophetic gift. I was learning how to operate in the fear of anointing. I was learning how to operate in um, even uh, a, a, an element of uncertainty. Um, but I knew that God was present. I knew that he could hear me. I knew that um, he was doing something that was unfamiliar to me. And in this process, uh, someone knocked on the door. There were literally 12 of us in the room. And today we're going to come from Joshua, the third chapter. Joshua, the third chapter. I'll read it in just a moment. Uh, but I want to paint a picture for you. I want to bring you into that room. There were conversations on each side, and uh, Melba and Sheila, which were glorious sisters, one was sitting on the left, one was sitting on the right. And there was a knock at the door, and it was a young woman. Um, and, and for some reason to me, unbeknownst to me at the time, I didn't understand how my stuff worked. And so I'm looking at this woman, and she was as white as a sheet. Uh, she was talking to her mother-in-law, and all I could hear was the cuss words she was saying. Not the cuss words are unfamiliar or startle me in any fashion. <laughs> Thanks, Kirk. I enjoyed you. Uh, but I could hear this lady cussing, but it didn't sound like regular cussing. It was uh, aggressive. It was demonic of sorts. And um, I remember sitting there, and I was sitting by myself. Mind you, I'm in a room full of older women. And so, you know, I'm the odd man out. I'm sitting there on the sofa. I had my feet up. And again, I had been fasting for 40 days. I had had nothing but liquid. So I mean, when I say clear, I mean I was clear. And so I, I remember asking the lady that was spewing all these cuss words out, may I pray for you? And the question that came from her white as a sheet face was, in whose name? I was like, whoa, what did I sign up for? And right before this lady knocked on the door, I had been sitting there, and we had been there for about a day, maybe a day and a half, and I remember the Holy Spirit said, get up and go across the hall, which is where my room was. And so when I went across the hall, uh, I read this passage of scripture where the Lord had led me. I'm going to share it with you, and then I promise I'll finish the story. But um, let, let's let's do that. Let's let's 
catch this this chapter um and and let's uh let's go after it and joshua rose early in the morning and they removed from shittim and came to jordan and he and all the children of israel and lodged there before they passed over and it came to pass that after three days the officer went through uh, the officers went through the host and they commanded the people and they commanded the people saying when ye see the ark of the covenant of the lord your god and the priest of the levites bearing it then ye shall remove from your place and go after it yet there shall be a space between you and it about two thousand cubits of measure come not near unto it that ye may know the way by which ye must go for ye have not passed this way henceforth and joshua said unto the people sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the lord will do wonders among you and joshua spoke unto the priest saying take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people and they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, this day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. Uh, this morning, I want to speak from a theme of go after it. There are certain things that are transpiring. There have been shifts and uh, uh, reallocated uh, places and positions and postures. There are things that God has transitioned in the heavens. And so now the earth is responding. There's a groaning in the earth. There is, uh, uh, as I would call it, there's a thing. Something has happened. Something has transitioned. Something has catapulted believers into a location of certainty and surety where we've watched the very hand of God not only keep us, uh, but also begin to uh, reestablish some things. This particular passage of scripture, uh, he had me continually read for these 40 days, and I did not understand it as we stand in our seventh year of convening together and spending time in the presence of God. I am experiencing uh, the reality that every single step that we have is uncertainly, undoubtedly ordered of and by the Lord. There is nothing that we have uh, experienced. There is nothing that we will experience that has not already been written. It gives us a different level of security. It gives us a different level of surety. And here Joshua has been given direction. He's been uh, uh, assigned to lead a group of people into a place uh, that is unfamiliar. And so most of us, as we re-enter our workplaces, as we go back into restaurants, as we go back into the world as if uh, the pandemic didn't happen, uh, I want us to remember that he said, go after it, however. <laughs> However, you got to keep a little space between you and them. Uh, 
You got to keep a little space between you and it. You got to keep a little space between what was and what is. It is imperative in this season that we are not uh, feeling as if we are chummy with God. Understanding his sovereignty, it is very important that we recognize that we can't get complacent or comfortable or uh, stand or stay in a place of mediocrity. We cannot uh, allow our guard to come down with regard to our posts and our responsibilities. We can't be consumed by what we think we see around us. Doesn't matter the situation, doesn't matter the circumstance. It is important that you understand that, oh, hallelujah, that as he was with Moses, so shall he be with you. There are things that God has assigned you to do. Mute your phone for me, please. God has called you into higher places, but there are steps that we must take in order to gain access to what already is. There's a level of obedience that God is calling us to that will begin to transition how you think and who you identify as. There is some identity that is uh, unfolding as even as I God is declaring in the heavens that you are my children and I am your God. You have to be positive about that one thing. And as I revisited this text, it was like I was reading it for the first time. I could uh, say the word before it came to pass. The simplest uh, of the phrases I could remember in my mind's eye as I knew God was shifting stuff in me. Who would have known 25 years later? Here it is that uh, my life is an example. My life is an open sacrifice. My life is an open and transparent book that demonstrates the power and the authority of God. Who would have known that all of the trauma and the tragedy that I would experience would turn into triumph? Who would have known that the pain that I felt, the uh, frustration of going through in order to get to uh, being ordained from the very foundation of the earth to be uh, in places of leadership rooms. I had no idea that I would be in, have relationships and connections that I never would have expected. But still, I understand that there has to be a space between me and it. The Ark of the, uh, the, Ark of the Covenant uh, representing the holiness and the power of God, a very, very detrimental uh, idea for a believer. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant was uh, representative and indicative of the very presence of God. It is so important as we become who it is that God already said we are, that we remember and we retain that we have a responsibility in taking direction from God, that we can't veer from it to the left or veer from it to the right, but it is important and imperative that we stay on task and on course. one of the things, if you continue to read that particular passage of scripture, there are directions that say, go down and uh, uh, put your foot on the brink of the, the water bank, and there the water will stand up on heat. Anytime you run into water, it represents the spirit. Anytime you run into uh, backup, it, it symbolizes the height, the width, uh, and the breadth of the blessing. There is always a blessing when you run into rivers of water. 
And so let me take you back to me sitting on that couch asking the young lady if it was okay if I prayed for her. I remember her asking in whose name. It was the first time I ever felt like I had been spiritually pumped. It's almost like being on the schoolyard and the big bully comes and clutches their fists and uh, hitches up their shoulders and leans in and say, what you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go after it every time. It's, it's never going to be a question on what's going to happen at the end of the day. I immediately swung my feet off that couch, planted them firmly in the ground, and stood up, and I said out of my mouth, in the name of Jesus, the risen Savior, and I could see uh, the enemy in this begin to shrink. Some of the times when we are confronted uh, with the attempts and the attacks of the enemy, uh, our posture is so lackadaisical that there is no threat. There is, I was, I was chilling, y'all. I was sitting on the couch, but I, I could feel that something was about to happen. I didn't know what, uh, but what I've learned how to do is get out in front of it when I go after it. Um, I probably should have already been standing uh, from the place of authority that had been given me uh, per the kingdom, right? And so I remember having a conversation with this lady. Now, I didn't know what her circumstances were. I didn't know why she was so angry and why she would be in a room full of women who love and chase after God and be cussing. I mean, hard, dad, she was going for it. You hear me? And I remember having the conversation with her later, I would find that her baby had died. Her baby had died and she was angry. She was mad at God and she was mad at people and she was mad at her husband. And I remember um, that energy, that same uh, uh fearful place that she stood from, it radiated. And by the time it was all said and done, uh, literally everybody in the room had been on some type of a fast or some type of a seat or some type of a chase. There was power in the room. And by the time it was all said and done, every person in the room was on the floor. There were 12 women there. I remember turning around and being absolutely blown away. I had no idea what I had said, had no, no clue because it wasn't, it wasn't for me. But it was the day that I realized that, for real, there was something a little peculiar about how I had to move around. Um, and to be very honest, y'all, um, it scared me. It scared me because... Um, I, I didn't know what that would mean. It scared me because uh, I didn't know how isolated I would have to be. It scared me because uh, from that moment forward, everybody that was with us on the trip started looking at me at the corner of their eyes. Go after it, but don't come too close. It, it was an, an identification place for me. It was a place where uh, I realized that uh, it was a tall order on my life, and it scared me. Right? I didn't know who I was at, 
at 25. I had no idea that um, I had a role and responsibility in kingdom living where I had to make an impact on lives, not just excite people. I'm not interested in preaching and shouting you. My goal is that the things that are said begin to uh, not only transition you from point A to point B, but that they move you closer to purpose. Here it is that Joshua has been given instruction. He's been given direction. He has his ear to the mouth of God, and he's leading the people from point A to point B. What that did, that whole experience, it established what it would look like uh, during the conference. And as the conference went on, it was three days. Um, and again, I, I have no idea how am I here? <laughs> what just happened? And, and how did I get assigned the role and responsibility of being a keynote speaker? I'm a kid. I just got sold five minutes ago. But let me tell you something about God. He will do whatever he wants to whenever he wants to do it because he is sovereign. No different than Joshua and the children of Israel following after the Ark of the Covenant. One of the things that I remember specifically is the fact that I had taken the time to sanctify myself. So I want to give a direction today. I want to encourage you, sanctify yourself. For the way which you are going, you've not been before. I know without a shadow of a doubt, had I not taken the time to spend those 40 days, um, and I'm not telling you to go on a 40-day fast. That was my plight. That was my responsibility. That was something that I was uh, pulled to. It wasn't something that I chose. It was something that chose me. I simply responded. But what I want to encourage you today to do uh, is to literally begin to ask the necessary questions to get the right answers. Hallelujah. Lord, where am I to sanctify myself? Is it in my thinking? Is it in my uh, is it in my heart? Is it in my um, posture? Is it in my uh, seek after you? Where do you want me to get it together so that I can go after it? I know that had I not sanctified myself, I would have been like the sons of Sceva. I probably would have got beat out of that room because it wasn't a little bitty demon, right? Now, if you know anything about me, I love a good demon hunt. Honey, come here. Help me. Come on out of there. Right? But at that time, I did not have that strength. I did not have that confidence because I did not know who I was. I, I, I am uh, concerned this morning with those that are unsure of the truth of what God has already said. I, I started to revisit some of the things that I have gone through here of late. Uh, and, and, and came up with a hard conclusion with regard to Josiah and all that he goes through and all the transitions. He has an MRI this Sunday he is absolutely not looking forward to. Now, normally, I'm not going to lie. Uh, once upon a time, I had absolutely no anxiety when it was time for him to get an MRI. Well, it just so happens that in this season, because we never know what it's going to look like. I had to remember the promise of God, right? I had to acknowledge that his existence today, currently, right this second, is a whole entire miracle. 
And I thought, and, and this is why I shared this particular story. Her son had died. She was pissed. She was furious. It was her husband's fault. It was God's fault. It was everybody's fault. And I had to ask myself hard questions, right? While, while we are praying for a miracle, we, I'm walking in it. I'm look, I get to watch him go to work and stuff. <laughs> I can't imagine being that woman. Uh, but I know that her anger turned into a very bitter well. Promise I'm going to make it all make sense. I had to ask myself some questions, right? I had to ask myself some questions if something were to happen and, and things were to change with my baby's circumstance, how would I feel about God? Listen, let me tell you a little secret. He is still sovereign. He still reigns supreme. He is still alpha and omega. Rain, shine, sweet or snow, no matter what happens Sunday, he is still my father. And I'm grateful that I had that experience. See, because now the things that I was terrified of, <laughs> the things that scared me half to death, I done stood and looked at him flat foot, just like I swung my feet off that couch I don't care what happens. I don't care what I have to face or to deal with. I have I've been made very clear that it is my responsibility to go after the presence of God. The things began to manifest as a result of going after. And I, I remember some of the, the women and things that changed in them almost instantly after getting up off the floor. Remember I said everybody had laid down. It was everybody was like slain under the power of the Holy Spirit because we were all with one accord. There are some things that you are about to encounter uh, that are going to require you being set apart that are going to prepare you for where it is that God is taking you in this season. There is some uh, heaps that are going to begin to back up and be pressed back and uh, some blessings that are going to come, but it is very important that you are prepared in advance for what is about to happen. See, when I started my 40-day fast, I hadn't met the lady yet. It just so happened that we connected during the course of my fast, during the course of the time that I spent sanctifying myself. Ironically, this last time, right before Josiah got ill, I had been on a fast. <laughs> I didn't know that I was getting myself prepared to make a decision that what if this don't turn out the way you want? How will you feel about this sovereign God you be uh, uh, professing and repping on a constant base? I don't care about none of it because I'm not in control of any of it. Joshua was not in control of any of it, but he knew to listen. He knew to follow instructions. He knew that there was a call and a mandate on his life, not just for him, but everything connected to him, everything, everyone, every soldier, every uh, 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 prayer warrior, every intercessor, every Levite, they all traveled with him on one accord to meet one obligation, and that was to go after it. This morning, I want to uh, encourage you. I want to admonish you. I want to even beckon you into a place of sanctification for your next. 
There are some things that are going to happen. And if you are unprepared, it'll throw you completely off. I don't need you to be thrown off. I need you to be focused and fixed. I need you to be uh, in the mind that the end result is going to be monumental and that you know that as God was with Moses, as he was with Joshua, as he was with Abraham, as he was with Isaac, as he was with Jacob, so shall he be with you. For you have not passed this way before. Y'all, we're walking into new and next. We are walking into a place where those that have been uh, real runners, those have, that have not been uh, uh, in the forefront, listen, you about to front run, but I need you to be ready. I need you to be ready for all those things that you've been sitting on, all those things that you've carried in your heart, all those things that you've uh, uh, pushed to the rear, all those things that you thought you forgot about. I'm telling you, he's about to bring it back to your remembrance in an effort to use it, but you got to be careful. Don't, don't ease up. Go after it like you've never gone after it, after it before. This is that season, y'all. This is open door season. This is that business that you've been lying about for the last seven years. You're going to quit lying. This is that book that you've been promising to write that you haven't written uh, just yet. This is uh, that, that food truck. This is that marriage. This is uh, that ending of a relationship. This is, this is the beginning of the beginning. And I want to put you on notice today that what you've experienced in times past, all that you've gone through was preparing you for right now. I want you to be encouraged. I don't want you to be distracted. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Stay focused on what's before you. I promise you that in this season, God is doing some new things, not just a new thing. He's doing some things that will literally transform your life. The key is being able to hear him clearly. The key to being able to hear him clearly is taking the time to fast and to pray and to study and to spend time in his presence, to chase after the Ark of the Covenant, to go after his presence. Matthew 6.33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. It's time for uh, addition and multiplication in your life. It's time for uh, some things that have been laying dormant to become alive. And I'm believing that if you have the courage to sanctify yourself, if you have the, the courage and the mind to follow the direction of, and the leading of the Holy Spirit, he is going to elevate you beyond your understanding. And I'm not just talking about things. I'm not talking about houses and cars, man. That is so irrelevant. But I believe that he will give you a legacy plan. I believe that he will show you what was already written on a whole nother level, but you got to do the work in an effort to go after it. Um, listen, I'm going to be quiet because I've been talking for 40 minutes. Under whatever circumstance, I pray that something that I said encouraged you, inspired you, and is preparing you for your next 
I cannot wait uh, to see you get to the other side of the Jordan. Uh, and, and I am excited about the privilege of being able to travel uh, with you there. That being said, now is the time that we have set aside to um, just say good morning for some of you that may have joined the call a little bit late. Is there one? Good morning. My name is Sister Stephanie, and I am so very blessed by your by your presentation. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Good morning. My name is Deborah Holmes, and when I got in this morning, when you was talking to that young lady, you was also talking to me. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Thank Good morning, you. my you sister. Leomia, great decoration. <laughs> Good morning, Leomia. Love you. I'm sorry. Love Go you ahead. Too. There was one more. Good morning, sister. Good morning, sister. Sister Julia. Um, I love your decoration, and I really need a prayer. I've been going out to all night in tide, and I really need a prayer this morning. I know I'm about to lose my boy. I love, I enjoy the and understanding the decoration you did in the dedication. God bless you, my sister. Keep on doing the good work. Amen. Bless you, too, sister. You're great in your voice. Good morning, it's Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Hey, Krishanda. Good morning. Oh, what a blessing your word was. Such neat. Oh, God. <laughs> Amen. Uh, just before you have to go down, can you please give me a prayer, please? Anybody Good morning. Else? Good morning, Barb. God bless. Good morning. Blessings to you, too. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Wonderful word today, Pastor. Love you. Hey, Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. I love you too, sweetheart. Good morning, dear. It's Miss B. Awesome work. Hey, Miss B. Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning, dear. Good morning, Pamela. Amazing word. Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita Dion. Great, great word this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Juanita. Morning, Radical Michelle. God bless you. Hey, Michelle. Hey, hey, God bless you, baby. Hey, D, it's DD. Oh, my God. That's all I can say. Food, food, food this morning. <laughs> hey, man. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Glorious Gloria. God bless you. Thank you for that word, sound word, move word, let's go word. Love you. Let's go. Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, um, <clears throat> Radical Midwives. They named you the, the right name. Oh, Sister Dion, he blessed my soul, heart, and mind this morning. And I thank Amen. God for you to be the way he does. This is Sister Melinda. Declare victory, be blessed on this day that he has given us. And I truly, truly do think yes. <laughs> I'm ready for this season. And I thank you for your prophetic a transparent word. God bless you and Josiah and your boys. Have a blessed day. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
anybody else. Amen. Um, I need prayer Listen, for, for my addiction. I, I heard you, Sister Julia. I, I heard you. I, I'll take care of it. We're, let's wait and see if anybody else wants to say good morning. I'll Thank you, Sister. We, no problem. I'll do that before we Thank go. you. I love you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Love you, too. Anybody else? Morning, sis. Bless you. Peace and love. Amen. Morning. Good morning, Diamond in the back. And thank you. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good, this is Patricia, patient. Hey, patient. Good morning, patient. <laughs> yes, thank you for that beautiful word. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Hi, Pastor Dion. It's Prosperous Pam. I just um getting into my learning mode again. You know, I'm uh, with the number 12, you know how you said that there were 12 people in the room mm-hmm. before you prayed for the woman? What do you think? What is... What, I find it very interesting that there were 12 people. Mm-hmm. And that's so it. anyway. It's, called, it's divine, divine government. So it's, it's, the, it's the number of government. So, or order, and uh, it, it is usually referred to as a, a very apostolic or structure order type number. You can look it up in spiritual numerology. And I just realized it's my, it's literally my seven year anniversary being home, March the 13th, and my 12th year since my major journey started. It's my anniversary. <laughs> I just thought about that. That's dope. Those are, those are really good numbers. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, D. It's Didi. So as you were sharing and talking about, I remember you, you you meant, you know, you told the story before. So I, I I love that, how you just, um, you know, put it all together to make sense. But when you were talking about the lady and the, that demon, and I remember when I lost Demetrius, how, how, how do I say this? How I, I was heading, I guess, to that place because I was so broken and so hurt and being 18 and not understanding if I hadn't had the right people really, you know, praying with me and me being willing and open, I would have been there, if if that makes sense. Because you you go to to this place and you don't understand and then you're questioning stuff and then you have all, like me, I had so many people saying different things too, right? I had people telling me, it, you know, you lost your baby because you were 18 and you shouldn't have been pregnant. It was so many things, but I'm so grateful today. Didn't even realize that until you, until I heard you, that God has really kept me in my mind and I could have easily, easily, even now, the, all the grief and the death that I've gone through 
to to turn that and allow that bitterness, that hatred, that because you can, it's so much pain. If you've never lost like that, you don't know. So it's kind of like, and I'm tearing up thinking about just how grateful I am that I did not that I did not allow that bitter, that that evil. You know, it, it gets dark. So so I'm just grateful, sis, and I also know God's divine plan. All the path that, that he's put me on since then, because it would have been 34 years, and I'm still here. And I've been through a lot, but I still have my mind, and I know how to battle. And like you said, I just shared with you like a week ago the attacks that, that still come, how it's gone from not being fearful, but I'd be ready to fight, but not like that. It's different. So I just want to say I thank you this morning just for who you are and how open, and, and it's not for everybody. So I thank you, and just know that I, I'm always interceding, and I love you. So thank you, Dion, this morning. Love you too, sis. Love you too. We have to be super careful that we don't allow life to make us bitter, <laughs> but that it, that it is always making us better. Amen. Somebody was going to say something? Go ahead. Hey, it's Tan. Um, I, I wanted to jump in um, before yes. people start to get off. There's a, there's a word for a couple of people um, that mm-hmm. the Lord gave me this morning specifically for, uh, for you. So, And I want to go in the order uh, of which he gave it to me. So, Prosperous mm-hmm. Pam, are you still on the line? I'm here. And, and this is not um, for people that are on the call that this this may be unfamiliar to you. This is not to embarrass anybody, um, and this is not to put anybody's business on, you know, on put anybody on blame. None of that. Um, I count it a privilege whenever the Lord um, gives me a word through somebody. Um, that God took the time to let me know that he hears me, that he sees what's going on. So that's what this is. So, so Pamela, early this morning, um, I heard the Lord say that he's pleased with your posture, um, that you're positioned properly for the manifestation of his promises to you. And so uh, to, for, for, for me, the other thing that I get from that is that you're doing the right things. Just continue to to do those things, whatever it is that you're doing. And I don't have any more specifics than that, and I don't need them. Um, but I hope this makes sense to you. Amen. Amen. I received that, sister. Thank you. Praise God. Um, Elsie, are you on the line? Elsie? Just give her I'll a second. Play back. Go ahead. Okay. So, Elsie, for you. Okay, so Elsie, for you, um, I heard the Lord say that there is no need to fear failure. Um, one mistake doesn't equate to failure. Um, when we, and I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying I'm painting a picture, even for, for everybody that's listening. Um, sometimes the enemy will try to trick us into thinking that, oh, we made a mistake, we blew it, so I might as well just give up. No, 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 that's a distraction. Um, there, our mistakes are also calculated into our journey. It's not a surprise to God if we make a mistake. So, Elsie, I want you to be encouraged to keep going. You are on the right track. And the scripture that the Lord gave me for you is First John 1 and 9. First John 1 and 9. So, super, super proud of you. There's no need to fear failure. You're on the right track. Don't sabotage your success. Keep going. Because you got a great cloud of witnesses that support you. Angela Holmes, are you on the line? 
go ahead and give the word, please. Angie, the the reward um, for you is of mammoth sized proportion. That's the direct word that he gave me. Mammoth sized proportion. Um, it's so big that I don't really have the word to describe it. You don't you don't have it yet because you're not ready. It's not because of sin or anything like that. Um, here's what he said. If he released it, it would overwhelm you, possibly even kill you, not physically, but spiritually. OK, so um, when, when I say you're not ready, it's not again, it's not because of sin in your life. But there are a few things that you need to do in order to ensure you can handle the reward. Um, so I'm going to so so you want to look at boundaries and borders borders. Are they secured? Are they set up? I'm talking about spiritual boundaries and spiritual borders. Um, do you have a vision for how you will execute the blessing? It's very important that you get it. Not that you do. I'm just saying you that that is not just in your head, even even pieces that have been added to the vision, because if I know you, you have it written down. But there may be some additional pieces that he gave you that needs to be included in the vision. So it's very, very clear. Um, 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 get it out of your head and put it on paper. Once it's on paper, begin to visualize it um, and see yourself in it. Feel yourself in it. Um, uh, there's a, I didn't get a chance to look it up, but there's a, I believe there's a Bible verse that says that it is God that causes us to get, um, to, 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 I know there is, and I'm saying it the wrong way because I can't think of the full scripture, but it talks about God giving us the power to obtain wealth. Um, so people around you. So why would I say this publicly? Because people, we will be your witnesses that it wasn't you, that it was absolutely God who did it. One more. And that is um, Moxie. Are you are you on the line? Yes, okay. I'm here. Yes. Oh, awesome, awesome. I I just my when I think about this, I begin to smile. Moxie, he said that you have put a smile on his heart when he sees you working that the 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 plan that he gave you. In other words, he is pleased with the steps that you are taking. That you're not sitting on what he gave you and literally you put a smile on his face. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm done. I'm done, Dion. Amen. Amen. Um when I say go after it, I mean like like your life depends on it. There are things that God has um, predestined each of us for. Um, I would not have known uh, almost 30, nearing 30 years ago that I would be um, where I am today and, and I have so much further to go. Um, but I, I want us to be really mindful and encouraged that for real, somebody else's liberty is seated in your obedience of following direction. And so I, I really, I, I want each of us to consider the areas of our lives that we need to be sanctified in. And that, that could be your thought process. It could be uh, a, a myriad of things, but <clears throat> during the, the course of you chasing after God, during the course of you taking his instructions, I'm sure that he will begin to expose to you um, the things that are keeping you from believing him with everything that you are. But I, I do know that there is a reward 
for those who have the courage uh, to chase after it. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentaries? If not, uh, I'll, I'll release you guys early today. Anybody? Amen. Hey, this um, is Kedra. I just want to say thank you. Amen. Good morning, Kedra. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Um, somebody Good needs morning. to use their phone. Go ahead, go ahead. Somebody just say good morning. Yes, can you hear me, Pastor Dion? I, I can. Okay, this is Sister Melinda. Um, when you were speaking on the lady after you had asked her um, why she was so mad, and she told mm -hmm. you um, she lost her baby, mm -hmm. um, I am cleaning house right now. A total, thorough, a total thorough, thorough cleaning out. And at the time you said that I was picking up my, the babe, my grandson's urn to wash it. And I was going to take him out. And the Holy Spirit said, no, leave him in place. He passed mm. away. And I don't know if you were on the line when I shared the story about my mother coming to Seattle um, when he passed away. I mean, he, he came the day before he passed away. Mm -hmm. um, April 7th, he passed in 2005, Xavier Marcel Walton Brown. And he he died on June 16th on Father's Day. And I was just excited. And I was sober and saved in fields. And I was excited because my sister from Sacramento never really comes to, to Seattle. And um, I resided there from 80, 82 to 2016, and I'm back here in Sacramento as we speak. Um, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you were on the line when I shared the testimony regarding my mother calling me back into the house because I hadn't seen Xavier for like a month because I had to put my son out because he... Um, he um, had a physical fight with me, and I used to work at a shipyard, and it's labor, and it's a really tiring job. And um, when he was born in the hospital, my son was so bitter with me. When he came out the womb, he could he's so tall and big, he kept trying to block me from seeing him. Every time I would go around him, he would come and stand next to me and block me. And I was like, oh, my. And so I, did, I just, you know, keeping my posture. And I wanted to say something, but the Holy Spirit said, no, just keep trying to go see the baby. And uh, I, he wouldn't let me. He was blocking me every time. And when we... Um, <laughs> oh, boy, uh, hold on, hold on. Some, somebody needs to mute their phone. A whole bunch of noise. And it, it may be you, Melinda. You might need to just kind of stabilize. Okay. Let me just turn my phone down a little bit. Okay. All right. I got so, I got, so, I got a little heavy when um you said that, but then I got joy because I've been in here knowing that he is my angel. 
because he could not sleep the whole two months, the first two months um, with his, in, the, in his room with uh, my son and his girlfriend because they were too antsy. And he, the only way he could sleep is if he was in my bedroom and he would sleep because they were, um, his girlfriend, she, she seen her mother kill herself coming from church on a Sunday. She jumped out of a car and she never liked, she hates God with a passion. Okay, so, so Melinda, just 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 for the for the sake of, I want you to tell me what your your ultimate statement is, because I'm I'm trying to okay, find my you, ultimate statement is that my mother, her sister that has passed away, and my other cousin in, in Oakland, Lisa, they're all saved. She told my mother not to stay and to to to, to console me, and my mother never called me not one time. And my husband okay. and his never called me one time, and my cousin Lisa never called me one time, and I, I okay, so, so let me stop you. Let me let me stop you. Let me let me stop you. Let me let me stop you. Listen, 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 listen. Freedom, freedom is a decision. Period. You holding people hostage. Listen, but listen. But it's only as hard as you make it. It's 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 a decision. You hold people hostage that they don't necessarily even know. You hear me? They don't necessarily even know that you're mad. Right? They don't know what and so that you're mad. Well well they, my mom does because I I question her. I always ask her okay. when, when I get when I get manic and I don't get any rest because of my menopause keeps me up at night. I've been going through menopause for twenty years. <laughs> Just so let me let me ask a que- let me ask another question. Have yes. you started therapy? Yes, I started counseling about three oh. four months ago. Okay. <laughs> So, so what I'm going to tell you is to stay in it. Okay. The, the, the goal is, at the end of the day, uh-huh. the goal is when, when cleaning house, you you got to start somewhere, right? And and 90% of the, because we can't solve it all on this telephone. No, the goal is this. The goal is that you desire to be free enough to do the work. And it is it is obvious that you have to do the work and that there yes, there are people that you are holding hostage and as a result you holding yourself hostage. And so mm-hmm. all I can tell you is we make mm-hmm. choices. Mm-hmm. We make choices to forgive. Mm-hmm. We make choices choices to let go. We make yes. choices to be angry. We make choices mm-hmm. to be happy. We we make mm-hmm. our choices. And so I want to encourage you today, Melinda, mm-hmm. to make yeah. an active decision to let people go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you got you to let quit holding people hostage for things that you felt you disappointed in their actions because you expected a certain outcome. Don't you believe that God knows better? Sometimes we end up in places of separation because it's part of our process. Mm. Which is it's not something that you you make a decision to just be mad at. Decide just like you decided to be angry and hold the hostage to yesteryear. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. you talk about stuff that happened some years ago. It's twenty twenty one. Amen. But I leave Let them at the altar. 
I leave well, them but you ain't left them nowhere. You sit, you got them in your purse. And I check it back up when I just don't understand. Well, how do you, how do you praise God every day, go to church every Sunday, and can't even call me that's, and say, hey, how are you doing? That's not, that's how, you, you call them. They haven't had that experience. I understand. I, trust me, I understand. But at the end of the day, what can you do about it seven years later? I can't do anything Okay, well then, but that's what I'm saying, sir. What I'm but saying I just is. try to ask her, what, what was she feeling? Why, yeah, why didn't she feel for me? Why she didn't? Why? I'm not, Why? I'm not sure. I don't I'm know. Sure. I'm not That's the only and thing I'm, I just want to know. Amen. 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 Well, amen. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure amen. what. But the beautiful thing is, here you are this morning with a whole bunch of people. I'm sorry yeah. you lost your grandson. And I understand. Right? I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry that people didn't respond the way that you think that they should. But what I will say is this. You have a decision to make today. If you don't sanctify yourself, it means that you are responsible for for forgiving all that foolishness. It is it is what it is, and there's nothing you can do to change it. You can't get in nobody's head and ask them questions about their why, because they she, they may not even know that the, that they offended you, right? But but don't stay there, sis. Come out of this. I respect your. Right, I respect that's, that's you. That's the pain that you got to give to God. I respect your godly counsel, sister. You have a blessed day. You as well. I love, you. I love your transparency. I love you too. God bless you. Have a beautiful Wednesday. You too. Happy Wednesday. I've been happy all morning. I just am uh, just so happy. I'm still happy, but I just amen. Your, your was your declaration was on point. Because um, he truly watches Amen. me. Amen. God bless. God bless I'm you. Anybody else have anything before we go? Yes, go ahead, sis. Hey, Melinda. Um, this is Tanya. Um, there are two things that I want. Can you hear me? I'm on a. I'm on mm-hmm. my. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what I wanted to share is is that. Um, the path that is necessary now is forgiveness. And you don't need those people to be actively a part of your life to forgive. Um, you, you may never get the explanation. Even, even if they gave you an explanation, it may not be satisfactory enough for you to still understand, I think is what I want to say. And no, I know it's what I want to say. And so so, but what is important here now is that your path to healing, forgiveness, and wholeness. Um, there's an amazing, amazing workbook that we, I don't know if you were on the call when we went through um, this um, training, um, but I want to give you the name of it. If you're on Declare Victory, I'll even take a picture of it and I'll post it. It's, calling, it's called Developing a Lifestyle of Forgiveness. And it's by Steve and Becky Deal, D-I-E-H-L. When I tell you phenomenal, it is, mm-hmm. it will help you um, and it, it, it will complement the counseling that you're in. Um, but it, but it, it, it's, a phen- it's word-based. There, there are exercises that you have to do. Uh, you don't have to do them. You could completely ignore them. But 
if you, I would just strongly suggest that you get this workbook because it will help you in your journey. Now, going back to um, the grieving process that you're still in, um, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's sticky because we have an expectation that people like our, our close relatives, our mom, our sisters, that we that they be there for the, for us. But we can't control what other people do. We can only control our attitudes, our behaviors. And I want to point you back to the scripture um, that says, because one of the things that Dion says, you, you, you can call them and you can. It has nothing to do with, um, and I, I get what you're saying, but you are the one that experienced the hate, the, the, the hurt, right? But you reaching out going against what your flesh doesn't want you to do is a step in the right direction. It don't have to be no long conversation. It could be, mom, I was thinking about you. I just wanted to call and say, hi, God bless you. And I love you. That could be the start of it. The other thing that I'm going to strongly advise you to do is to begin to pray for them. Now, uh, that might sound like a hard thing to do, but I'm telling you, it is, a, it is what the word says. Um, the Bible tells us, first of all, there's two different scriptures. One, if you if you know somebody has an art against you, to, to, instead of giving your gift, pick that gift up and go get that thing right. The other one is, is that to pray for those who spitefully misuse us. Right? So this is a perfect opportunity for you to begin to pray for them. And I know it might feel like, but I shouldn't be the one. It don't have nothing to do with how you feel. This has to do with obedience to the word. I'm not telling you something that I think. I'm telling you something that I know. I'm telling you something that I had to do with people in my life. You guys were on the call last week. Me and my dad wasn't speaking seven years ago because of family drama. Me, my dad, my sisters, my, we were not speaking. I knew it couldn't stay that way, but I was devastated. All I'm saying is, is that you've got to be willing to do the work. The, not 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 just you, anybody on the line. We could talk about how we, we could declare victory and we're victorious. And I'm not saying that you aren't, but there's some steps that we have to take. Faith without works is dead. It's not enough to say I'm, I'm delivered or I'm set free or whatever. You got to do some work on your heart. And nobody said it's easy, but it's not impossible because I did it. Dion has told her story about her and her mom and the relationship. And so, yes, the the, the situation is different. There's not a loss there, but pain is pain, especially when it's attached to a parent or somebody that we really, really love. It's hurtful. It's hard, but you can get past it. And that's all I wanted to share with you. God bless you, Sister Dion. Can you give me those scriptures <laughs> that you just said? You, that just, was you, you quoted them. That was Oh, you know what? Look, I, quote, I quoted them off the top of my head, but here's what I'm going to tell you to do. You can find them. Go to okay. Google and mm-hmm. then type in Bible verse. Um, mm-hmm. I think the one I cut, uh, gift at the altar. Gift or, at, um, the altar. at the altar. Gift at the altar. Mm-hmm. And then another, the other one was... Um, uh, pray for those who spitefully use you. So do the other Google search would be Bible verse, pray mm-hmm. for those who spitefully use you or something along that. Or or okay. or you can just do a Google um Google search on forgiveness. You'll find it. You'll find it. Okay, okay, I got that. And the name of the name of the book, I just got Stacy and Becky Steele and developing okay. developing it's called mm-hmm. a developing a lifestyle. A Lifestyle of Forgiveness by Steve Steve and Becky Deal. The last name is D-I-E-H-L. 
D I E H L. Deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I had deal. Thank you for that correction. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. one other thing, one other thing, just one other quick thing. My pastor, uh, Minister Queen Joy, um, promised, put me on consecration <laughs> for, you, uh, for um, five weeks. Huh. Um, I just, I'm just kind of embarrassed to tell you guys what I'm getting ready to say because be. um, I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Don't be. Okay. Um, when when Pastor Lavelle was was preaching, it was 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 giving the declaration on um Saturday morning. Um regarding um God, give me bring it back to my memory. But um, my first my first thing that I my first prayer was Lord, restore all of my sisters and I's relationship. That was my first prayer. Um, my two sisters down here in Sacramento hates me. Um, it started in 2000 when I um, first gave my life to God. Okay, okay, so wait. So let's not revisit the story. Tell, tell us what you, right now you divert. Okay, Pastor Lavelle, okay. Pastor Lavelle, my mother, I stayed the night at my mother's house and my sister that lives there hates me Generally, genuinely, and she, I, I, I kept asking God all day, uh, why does she hate me? Uh, she can't even tell me why. And um, and God said, they hated me, so who are you? So I said, okay, Lord, I can accept that. So when I went over there, I was just as, I was tired because I was in the ER all day with my client. And when I got there, my mom said, oh, I got to pick Teresa up. And I was like, I, I want to watch the uh, Megan and um Prince, um, Oprah Winfrey, um, show, and I was like, Mom, you didn't Melinda, watch it Sunday. Melinda, she Melinda, said no. Melinda, me and my sister got in a fight um, during the call, during the prayer call, during declaration mm. with Pastor Lavelle, and it was a mess. Do you hear me? Okay. It was a mess. I'm tired. I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest out of four sisters. <laughs> looking for everybody else to blame and and this is going to sound hard but I need you to hear me your pastor did good putting you on a consecration that wasn't that what the share was about today in order for you to get to the other side there are some things you got to deal with most of the time it'd be about your own self right so the things that we declare are simply the things that we believe are I wouldn't want anything restored to me that was full of hate and anger. I assure you that if over the age of 40, you still physically have a fight, 
that there are things on the inside of you that God is just trying to reveal. He only reveals it to heal it. It is not to embarrass you, and you don't have to be shamed. You don't have to be where I'm at. You don't have to be where your pastor is at. You don't have to be where anybody is at. But let me tell you what I know for a fact, that speaking in tongues don't heal you. Dealing with your ugly stuff does. You got ugly stuff to deal with. We've all had ugly stuff to deal with. It's good. But it doesn't happen overnight. It happens when we do the work. That's all that we can do. It happens when we acknowledge. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another. Us, as believers, it is our responsibility to restore you back to the faith. So my thing is this morning that with all that you have going on, you have to go inside of you and dig. And, and lots of times you're going to find ugly stuff. Do you think you'd be the first person? I remember when the Lord started showing me my raggedy, nasty, ratchet heart. I was like, ooh, is that me? Well, whatever the case, if you got to cry it out, if you got to kick it out, if you got to pray it out, listen, do whatever it takes for you to get free, which is why I said you absolutely need to have a therapist coupled with some prayer and some praise and some worship. There is absolutely nothing wrong. You need to stay in therapy so you can talk all that stuff out. It's important and it's okay. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Everybody has their own journey and their own walk. You are no different. That's all. We love you. Uh, we support you. Praying that God would not only heal your heart, but that he would do it um, in an exponential way, that he would do it so uh, craftily that it would blow your mind. I remember going through my, my stuff with my family. It was very painful. Um, and it was ugly. It was ugly. Honey, I told my whole mama, if you say something else to me, if you, if you put your hands on me, I'm going to shove you to the ground. Who says that? Woman of God? <laughs> right? Um, and the cold part is that as time went on and God began to heal our relationship and restore, uh, not restore, he gave us a new relationship. We have a relationship today that we've never had, right? Um, because I stopped asking him to restore it. I didn't want what was. I wanted something new. And so my prayer for you is that God will give you something new and not what was. But it has everything to do with you coming from a healed place. That he will teach you how to create healthy boundaries and that uh, you would begin to spend enough time in the world that it would change the way you think. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You've got to spend more time in the word of God than with your feelings and emotions. In this season, you ain't got time for no feeling. We got stuff to do. And if, if you stuck in, in uh, 1989 and 2015 and 16, you're not never going to get to the promise because you're still there. Move beyond that. And that happens when you stay in therapy. 
that, that happens when you have relationships that hold you accountable. That happens when you have people around you. Hey, you you're not allowed to, to whine and cry about something that you have to fix. You got to fix it. Do the work. Hey, Dion, it's me one more time. Amen. Amen. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Whoever that was. Who was that? It was two people. Uh, I'll let the other lady, it was not Melinda, it was another lady. I'll let you speak, and then I'm going to give the two scriptures. It, it was Krishanda. Um, oh, okay. Hey, Krishanda. Yeah, just really quickly, I just want to say, um, yeah, that part where he shows you all the things, um, Miss Melinda, the things that we have, um, and I went through that journey, as, uh, uh, or uh, going through that journey of him, um, it started a few years ago, and I remember when God first started showing me things in my heart, and I just was um, weird this way, because I was like, God, you love me enough to show me to heal me, to want me to be better. And the relationship becomes so much sweeter when you allow him to heal those broken places. And he's showing you because he loves you, it's not for you to be so punished or hurt or upset. He loves you just like how we chastise our children because we want the best for them. And so when you can get rid of all that stuff, um, it just brings the relationship closer and you just have so much more peace. and I just uh, pray that God gives you that peace. Uh, God bless you. Hey, so just in general, um, because I I, I hate um, uh, giving something out and not completing it, but I, I wanted to give this, and there's no need for anybody to comment. I just want to give these scriptures. Thank you, Rochelle. Um, and I'll say them twice. And the scripture related to you being taking your, you have a gift at the altar and you realize there's an issue, get up and go get that thing right. Matthew 5:24. Again, that's Matthew 5:24. And then the other scripture about um and then there's another scripture about the peace that the peace that surpasses all understanding. That's Philippians 4:6. Again, again Philippians 4:6 about peace that surpasses all understanding. Okay, Dion, I'm giving it back to you. Yeah. Amen. So hopefully um, this morning um, something was said that will begin to move us into a place of not only knowing um, that if God be for us, he can be against us. We have a personal responsibility um, to stay in the seat of his will. Right, um, and and that only happens when we make active decisions to choose on a daily basis who will serve. That means that we we make a decision to move from the old into the new, and it takes our participation. So I just want to encourage everyone this morning to keep chasing after God, keep expecting God, keep anticipating that not only will he keep his promises, but that it is his ultimate desire that we leave him empty. It really is. It is it is his desire that we would be every single thing that he declared we would be from the very set foundation of the earth. 
but you got to do it in such a way um, that you are, number one, relinquishing your will and stepping directly into his. So um, that being said, do we have any more questions, comments, or commentary before we go? Dion, can I make one comment for the young lady that was speaking? Sure. It takes time. You have to do the work as Dion says, but it takes time. And it's not your time, it's God's timing. Mm -hmm. So just have faith, stay in counseling, and trust God. He will work Mm -hmm. it out for you. It might not work out the way you think it should, but Mm -hmm. he will give you peace and work it out for you. And forgiveness is key. You've got to forgive. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. God bless you, sweetie. And we will keep you in prayer. And keep calling. Keep coming back. God bless you. I receive him in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed day, saints. Beautiful, 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 beautiful women of God. And men Amen. It's awesome. I'm, I'm blessed that KKK invited me to this prayer line. Uh, Killer Kezra. Amen. I love you. Dion, I, love just wanna, and I wasn't going to say anything, but um, Melinda, um, and this I'm going to be transparent. This is a mother who has lost a son. So I'm telling you that God, if you seek him and give him everything, if you move yourself out the way, if you tear off all the sackcloth and see Mm -hmm. him, he will Mm -hmm. help you. You cannot expect people to stand in the place where God needs to stand when it comes to so complete peace in a situation. Mm -hmm. So I ask you that you, you know, put aside everything and everybody and seek him wholeheartedly in your healing and forgiveness and everything concerning making you whole. Because it's the heart, the king of the heart, the heart of the king that's in the Lord's hand. So you have to give him not only your heart, but ask the Lord for prayer for their heart as well. You cannot do it. Only he can do it. Ooh, that's a good nugget, sis. Oh, God bless you. Didi, I have to add this. I'm sorry. I know y'all try to get off, but Melinda, this is um, a so agreeing with Rochelle. Um, stop expecting, and we, we, it's easier for us to say, as me losing a child myself, um, mm-hmm. you can't, you may never get an apology or whatever you're looking for from other people because it's your pain, and only mm-hmm. you can heal. And if you're not careful, it's going to consume you. 27 years, I was tormented. I don't want you to continue. You can hear it. You can hear it. I am praying for your healing, but you got to want to heal. We can pray with you. We can do all of that. Your past can put you in consecration. The speaking in tongue, all that is, is, is you got to, but you got to really want to heal because we get, we have to remember that each day we live is a gift. Each second week that God gives us is a gift and we can't take it lightly. Why would you allow other stuff to consume you? Your your grandbaby is resting in peace. I lost a baby. I never even held, I never even saw my baby. So I understand your pain, but you can't expect anybody else to stand where only God can, just like Rochelle said. And we are nothing but lovers on this call. We love each other to life. That's what a victor is. So we can't allow you to sit in that. 
and let it consume you so that you don't have life and have it ab- more abundantly because that's why you are a, you are on this call because you want to get better stop allowing the enemy to just suck the joy out of you just just live and give it to God let him heal you and stop stop worrying about what other people are not saying or not doing cuz they don't have that power amen i give it to him huh? <clears throat> But I take it back. But um, Sister Didi, that's confirmation right there. That is confirmation on this day that the Lord has made, and I will truly be glad and rejoice in it. Oh, thank hey, you, Edra. And I absolutely, um, I love declare victory. You know, you and I have had talks. We've prayed, and um, a lot of the things that um, have been spoken to you, you know, we've communicated about. But the thing about it is this, it's all about relationship. You know what I mean? I couldn't do it on my own. That plays a big part of why I invited you to the call. And it's mm-hmm. like like we're like we're taught on this line to just grow in love. And I do, I agree with what Didi just said. It's like we love you. And because God loves us, we're not going to just let you sit in that. You know, but you do have to do that mirror ministry, get in touch with yourself, get to the root of what it is. It's really upsetting you, you know, take everybody and everything out the equation and ask the Lord, speak to me. What do you want me to learn from this? Where am I going? Just be an open, willing vessel. And I love you. And I'm going to order that book today. That Sister Tanya, I'm, I'm going to do it since we get off the call. Oh, God, thank mm-hmm. you in the name of Jesus. Be blessed to clear victory. Is there anybody else before we get ready to wrap it up? I wasn't going to say anything, but um, I was told something a long time ago when I was going through um, family death, and it was all within one year of each other. And it, it kind of blew me away, and it was just like, Sometimes you're not supposed to know why. You need to stay out of God's business. And it it just, it threw me off because I was just like, you know, why? Because I had no understanding. But at the same time, it wasn't for me to understand why. It was just for me to move forward. And understand that it's God's will and God's way, and I just need to understand it and keep on pushing. Very good. It's the truth. And after a while, can I tell you a secret? (laughs) (laughs) Did y'all hear that through my life? Did you you hear what I just said? I bet you you heard that. How about that? I didn't say it. I just noticed I'm from the south side of Richmond. You, you hear me? After a while, it doesn't even matter. You'd be like, yeah, 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 whatever. I promise. <laughs> it gets it gets gooder. After a while, you, oh, man, look at here. Check this out. <laughs> now, if I start a sentence and check this out, you're done for. Oh, bye. Get out of here. Don't nobody care. I don't care who it is. It could be the Pope. I don't care. I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of energy. I don't have that kind of emotion to give away something. You got to pay me to be in my head, to rent space in my head that long. I, oh, well, especially if, if I can't change the outcome, 
We make decisions on who we hold hostage in our head. I don't have vacant space. Hallelujah. And, and you, you only got to get an attitude to that degree. Honey, and if, if you didn't read through the laugh that I just did, shame on you. Mm, come on, drop top. Come on, drop top. Come on, drop Listen, top. I'm, I'm Kirk, I'm Kirk Franklin's mm. sister in the Lord. Amen. Amen. I told you, drop top. See, that's a dynamic. Dion, you saw your nephew blasting me out, right? Listen, <laughs> come on. Come on, Kirk. Look, Kirk ain't got nothing on Dee Dee. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Dee Can we talk about the hallway? Listen. The difference with Kirk, though, Kirk made a threat. Asked my six foot four son. Smashed him off a whole basketball court in front of a whole bunch of people. I don't got time for that. Oh, y'all don't know about Dee and that basketball. Y'all blinking should be in the middle of the basketball. I've seen it. I was there. I was a witness. Listen, I'm crushing. Don't play, honey. You ask my my thirty eight year old brother. I used to roll up on the set, and I didn't I didn't really have a lot to say. I wouldn't have got caught because I wasn't talking. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything before we go? Thank God, God for deliverance. <laughs> Listen, thank God for deliverance, baby. Ooh, I'm very grateful. That's all I got. Well, listen, it's Wednesday. Hopefully, you'll have a, a gumption uh, to push your play back. I have something to say. Meet. Oh, say it. Okay. This is Cynthia. And hey, I Cynthia. just, hi, I just want to say I love you, Pastor Dion, and I love everybody on the line. God bless you. Oh, God bless you too, Pastor. It's good to hear your voice. We love you back. Thank you. Good morning, family. I'm cleaning out my closet. Um, <laughs> I was just telling you about my what had happened was story last week. And why did it show up on the no? Why did it show up on the TV commercial <laughs> this week? It was on TV. So now you keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Is Sister Julia still on the call, or did she hang up? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if she's still on the call, but thank you, Rochelle. Uh, I'm we want to keep off. Oh, okay. So, Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we come touching and agreeing, praying for Sister Julia, Lord. You know every circumstance. You know every situation. You know all that she's in need of. I pray, God, that you would blow her mind and exceed her expectations. Cover her and keep her as she goes, God, and bring her into a resting place in you. It's in the name of Jesus we declare it and decree it. Amen. And God, we thank you. We love you, Sister Julia. Thank you, Rochelle, for uh, my gentle reminder. And uh, I love you all. I see you guys back here at your circle. We'll reconvene next Wednesday as um, your leader is in leadership school, um, along with a, a few others of us. Um, either way, uh, I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. I hear you all at 5 p.m. If not, I'll hear you tomorrow morning. Have a good day. I love you, Dion. Have a blessed day, everyone. Love y'all. Y'all have a good day.
Love you. 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 We love you too, girlfriend. Have a super blessed day. Have a good day, girlfriend.